This is the part of a layoff that no one brings up. The ugly reality I experienced alone. Right after dropping off the work equipment in exchange for a generous severance, there was hell to pay for my deteriorating mental health and personality. Finding work through Indeed was something I excelled at years ago. It was how I got my position at my all-time favorite store I once worked at. It's this Japanese minimalist store that sells um, very interesting pens. Now it was different. There were more applicants fighting for just one entry-level position. My first 100 resumes sent were rejected. I blame the rise of AI and offshore workers. Intrusive thoughts and suicidal ideation increased day by day. Forget the money, I just needed to work again so I can buy my first home. Mental health for the first three months were at an all-time neg negative. I consumed so much bad news with YouTube, Google searches, Reddit. I did this to keep my fear-mongering state alive. It told me, you don't have a job. This cost-of-living crisis is a luxury for you. Despite all the savings you have, no one cares for you. You may as well go back to an abusive home and get abused more. This must be it. My complex PTSD, or at least the symptoms were activated. I was falling behind on detoxing or limiting my screen use. I needed to mindlessly scroll more, even if it meant my intrusive thoughts would go away. The funniest part of the layoff situation is that I didn't tell my landlords. I didn't think they would care as long as I'm paying rent every month, otherwise I'm a useless adult. What I dealt with besides my layoff was my hatred of sound. Normally when I was working from home, the sound of, of a broom sweeping the floor and an infant crying wouldn't bother me. Now that the job was gone, I despised both the sounds to the point I hid in my own room for hours. While laid off, I tried keeping in touch with a colleague who I once considered my rival. When we both worked in the same place, nothing was more satisfying than excelling against her. But she beat me to it. She stayed and moved up the corporate ladder. I had to accept my loss and move on. Things were smooth until I brought up the offshore workers. I was frustrated with them. But for her, she didn't bother having hard feelings about the layoff. It was clear to me she had no empathy for what happened to me. So instantly, the dynamic between us was friendly competition to ruthless hostility. The only co-workers I spoke to sparingly were the only support I had left to feel human. As three months passed, I was in my fourth month unemployed. No job interview. No job offer on hand. I was in a place of desperation and panic. I looked at LinkedIn and was in disbelief of what I had to do. I hate LinkedIn. It's just a platform of fake values and corporate cringe coming from CEOs. One of my ex-coworkers told me, let's call her Mai, that one of the colleagues who used to work for our department got a job through a recruiter reaching out on LinkedIn. What do I have to lose? I'll do it while still dodging the corporate garbage posts. I'll even block at least 4 to 10 people a day so they don't know about my LinkedIn presence. As for the settings, I'm thinking private. Extra, extra private. Even though my mind was close to insanity, the silver lining that occurred to me was that 
and was able to save on commuting on a daily basis. No one needed to know how crazy I am mentally. The only person that knows is me. I'm honestly thankful for anyone listening to this, but I'm not done yet. There's a part two where things get much worse and not in my favor. I hope you keep tuning in.